You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, Black Friday as they call it, November 23rd, 2018. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us again, as usual, this fine Friday morning is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. Uh, lots going on in the various a- asset classes, most of it not good. And uh, gold and silver seem to be hanging in there, and uh, maybe as these markets continue lower, our day will come here. Well, and I mentioned Black Friday as we get started here, Eric. I know you're headed out to the mall this afternoon. Uh, it is Black Friday. It's full. It's in full swing today. So, of course, there are great deals at Sprott Money. Head over to SprottMoney.com to get the uh, cream of the Black Friday crop. You can buy a one-ounce Silver American Eagle any random year for about two ninety nine over Spot. Limited quantities on these babies today. So, again, go to SprottMoney.com or call 888 888- Eight six one zero seven seven five for more details, Eric. Uh, let me lay some details on you. That uh, that nice guy Louis Camerasano at his side always keeps track of uh, all this different sovereign and and uh, and country metal demand month by month. He had three straight reports that came out this week. Uh, two of them dealing with India. Indian silver demand is now uh, five thousand and seventy metric tons through September. That means that that puts them on a run rate of sixty eight hundred metric tons, or about twenty five percent of mine supply this year. Indian gold demand is on a run rate of eight hundred metric tons. That's about thirty percent of mine supply. And then you got the Russians as well. You know they're steadily adding twenty eight thirty metric tons a month. It seems. Uh, they're going to swallow up about 280 metric tons this year. That's 10% of mine. So India and Russia themselves are at 40% of mine supply this year, and price goes down, Eric. Yeah. Well, first thing I'll say, say about India, as I read about India during a month, it's always bad, okay? Indian demand is down, price has gone up, nothing is going to happen. And then when, I, when they produce the results for the month, they're always great. Amazing. And it's just, it's shocking, you know, that these numbers. Okay, I keep every article I read on India says that the dealers say demand is weak. And then you turn around and bang, you know, you've purchased uh, whatever it is, 80 tons in a month, which is just some incredible number. Uh, same with the silver. I mean, the silver number is even bigger. I mean, yeah. It's a part of world, the silver supply. And, of course, the Russians are steady state here. And and we have other, as we talked before, we have other banks that are now coming into the. In fact, the uh, the Bank of India uh, purchased not that long ago for the first time in years. So there's a bit of a. I think people are seeing the wisdom of owning gold, and I think uh, people watching markets around the world, including the India Sensex and the Russian, uh, whatever their exchange is called, uh, that are probably down 25 percent already. I mean, the, the logic of of owning gold. Uh, which in those two currencies is probably very strong, by the way, uh, makes a lot of sense. And it's going to make sense to a lot more people as time goes on here. And the last time Indian silver demand was this high was 2015. And I think everybody remembers what happened in the first half of 2016. So maybe we'll be setting up for something like that again. But Eric, I tell you, it, it, everything's a little down this morning and it's all on the back of crude oil which is now down near $50 a barrel. It's down 30% in six weeks. What does this mean for uh, inflation with the Fed's plans, everything else? Well, I guess the, the it, it's great for the consumer, of course, because he's saving money. Um, but it's certainly not good for corporate earnings in the sense that the oil companies uh, have now lopped off 30 bucks a barrel. And uh, it's not as though they were making much in the way of profit anyway. 
so we could see a bit of carnage there. Uh, I think it's a statement, as I prefaced at the beginning, it's the asset classes, right? All asset classes are pretty well plunging here. You know, now we see oil and, uh, and gas are very weak. Um, we see the stocks are weak. Groups within the stocks, cryptocurrencies, I want to make a statement about cryptocurrencies. I sort of reflecting back to the various conversations we've had about cryptocurrencies, and I've always steadfastly said, you know, I don't get it, I don't believe it. I just, uh, I can't, I can't get what's happening there. And you know what? I rest my case. <laughs> you know, it's gone yeah. down by 80% in a year. I think Ethereum's down by like 87%, something like that. I mean, that's just, it's over. I just, it's over. I don't know what happened to the world. And it's sort of this herd mentality, which is, is a bit bothering when you look back at it now. The fact that the herd all went there, we have the same thing happening in the cannabis stocks up here. Everyone's gone there. Now they're falling out. Uh, everyone went to the fangs. Now they're in a bear market. Um, uh, the, the, there's been some death crosses there in the Russell uh, 2000. Uh, the bond, the uh, junk bond market's getting weak. Uh, like just, uh, probably one of the most big, biggest standouts was, I think it was on Tuesday, when a bunch of retailers, uh, U.S. retailers, reported their earnings. And they weren't that bad. All the stocks got bombed. I mean, I could hardly believe it. So... It's, it's like people are just waiting for a, a time to sell. They're all sitting there in the weeds, and, you know, if there's, there's that any volume, and it bang, out goes the stock. So we have many issues uh, in asset classes here. And, of course, by the same token, as we've already talked about gold, the demand seems to be perking up here, and the gold price is okay. Uh, this is one of the few times we've recorded this with the markets open, and whatever – gain we had on Wednesday after the two huge decline days on Monday and Tuesday has been wiped out already. Um, and the, the weakness into the close, I mean, the, the Dow was up 150 points on Wednesday, ended up down a point. Like, it's just, it's the opposite of what we used to have. Well, we used to rally into the close. Now it fades into the close. So we have a different market environment and people should uh, be adapting to that. Yeah, and you and I have talked about this uh, FOMC meeting that's coming up in December, and there's a lot of talk now about at least change in the language and whether the Fed will reverse course, which you and I have discussed this now for months, that they are going mm -hmm. to reverse course in 2019. At some point, that's going to begin to get priced in the metals too, don't you think? I would think so. Maybe, you know, on uh, the announcement of the December hike, if there is a December hike. I mean, the things that interest rates are affecting are the worst performing stocks. I mean, look at the whole housing thing and how autos. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to know that, People are kind of tapped out here, and these, these increases in interest costs, I mean, they, they dent your budget. I mean, we talked last week about mortgage rates were up uh, something like 150 basis points off the bottom and, and, and an increase of something like 40%. How many people could afford to pay 40% on their mortgage and, and still buy food and whatever, pay their power bills and so on? So it, it's a serious problem. Uh, the Fed, I think... Went has gone this route because they had to try to get back to some kind of normalcy uh, in, financially, and, and, and the getting back to normalcy is resulting in sort of econo economic carnage here, and I think it will continue to manifest itself in the stocks. Uh, lastly, Eric, the mining stocks, and let's talk about them specifically because it's been another uh, challenging year for a lot of the mm -hmm. shares, but a lot of them have already kind of washed out, it seems, over the last couple of months. As we roll into December, we'll get some tax loss selling. But 
In your opinion and based on your experience, uh, do you, would you expect much of that in a year like this? Or do you think the fact that the shares are already holding in there pretty well here in late November maybe is a good sign? Well, we've probably seen a lot of tax loss selling because the declines were so big so early. And you, didn't, you don't need to wait around till whatever date, you know, December 20th to take a tax loss. You can, you can take it any time. So I would think a lot of that's done, as you and I have discussed before. There tends to be a rally beginning the middle of December. Uh, that will coincide with the rate decision. And normally, when there's even when they've raised rates, gold has tended to go up. So I, I think we're probably in a good spot here. Uh, we already cited the uh, examples of physical demand. Uh, the the COMEX uh, uh, has this huge position in uh, the December contract that expires in about five days. I think once that's out of the way, um, we we typically see fireworks once we get back get through that big delivery month of of December. So uh, I, I suspect that will play out. And I, anecdotally, I've heard that. There has been some major institutional accounts asking to various uh, gold companies to come and present their case uh, because why wouldn't they be looking around for something that can survive in a crash? Right. And that's one of the beauties of gold. That's why I got into gold back in 2000. I was a long-only fund manager. I thought, my God, I got all this money for people. What am I going to do? And it finally dawned on me that gold lets you survive. And quite frankly, I was only trying to survive. I didn't know the stocks would go up 1,700% from when I bought them. But uh, that's what happened, and I think the same thing could easily happen this time. I'm not saying 1,700%, but, you know, you start bringing in that institutional demand. If nothing's working, and then all of a sudden people see one thing working, that's, all, that's way more money than our sector can deal with. So, yeah, it could be, uh, could be very exciting. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it sets up for a very interesting end of the year and uh, next year as well. It is Black Friday. I know you've got to head out and, and get to the mall, my friend. But before you go, just a reminder, we talked about the Black Friday deals at SprottMoney.com for silver. We also have them for gold. So good idea to stop by. You can buy a one-ounce 2018 gold maple leaf for as low as $38.99 over spot. So, of course, you can call us at 888-861-0775. Or you can go to SprottMoney.com, check out the deals page. And you'll find all kinds of great stuff there, even ahead of Cyber Monday, which is coming up on Monday. There'll be some special stuff there. So everybody, please check it out. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Eric, you go enjoy your weekend, too. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Craig. All the best. Thank you very much, my friend. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.